The opinions expressed on the ACB Media Network are those of the content providers and should not be viewed as an endorsement of any product or service. Nor does it reflect the views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Helpful Hints on Using Homophones for Tuesday, December 26th, 2023. My name is Mary Hopp, and I hope that everyone had a nice Christmas if you celebrate Christmas or whatever day, um, particular event you do celebrate. I hope, hope you have a great one. It's really nice, once again, to have our Zoom participants. We're getting a nice crowd in here. And we're glad to have those tuning in on ACB Media 5, the community channel, as well as those listening via podcast. Today, we have Brad as our streamer and Cindy as our host. Thanks to both of you for volunteering to help us today. So let us start out like usual to get our audience in the um to know what homophones are, um, will someone raise your hand if you can define homophone for us? Okay, Marcy, you're up. Homophones are words that sound the same but are spelled differently. That is correct, and they have different meanings as well. So that is right. Sound the same, but have different meanings and spellings. Um, Marcy, can you spell homophone for us? It's H-O-M-O-P-H-O-N-E. That's correct. And let's have a few other people raise their hands to give us a couple of examples of homophones. Okay, Carla and Sparky, go for it. Oh, it's Carla and Sparky. So yes, good to see y'all. Yeah. Sparky, I loved your poem. Oh, he says thank you. Yeah, he's getting to be quite a poet. and He is. Yes, he's getting better than me. I don't know what I'm going to do. Maybe he's going to have to start <laughs> making a living instead of me. Maybe that's what <laughs> I'll do. I'll have him do some writing, and then I'll stay home from school and play this game with you guys. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes, indeed. Yes, that would be I'm a good idea. Yeah, I'm off for the week, so um, I can. Wonderful. I won't be here for a while after today, but I wanted to join you today. I'm so, so glad. I'll give you a three-way one. How about two? Okay. T-O-O, T-O, and T-W-O. Correct. Very okay. good. So three twos. Three, three twos. twos. equals six. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, three of those T-W-O's will equal six. <laughs> All right. Someone else with another example, please. Chanel. Chanel. All right, Chanel. What happened to you? Unmute, Chanel. Okay. I was doing what my AirPod said, and it said to press once to unmute. Anyway, can you hear me? Yes, <laughs> sorry. We can. Okay. I'm sorry. It's um so and so S O S E W and I think there's even S O E, but not there's sure. an S O W like oh, sowing yeah, that's seeds. What I, S, yeah, S O W. Yeah. Oh dear. Yeah. yeah sowing seeds. Not what I was thinking of. Very okay, good. Yep. So there you go. Very good. S E W too. S E W S O and S O W. Yeah, that's what I said. S E W and yeah. Mm -hmm. There you go. All right. One more, Cindy. Find hey, somebody. You, have a, you do have a few hands up. You've got three. All right. We'll pick okay. one of them. Randy. Yes, yeah. Randy. Um, there's pale, P-A-L-E, like pale's a ghost, and pale, like it's a bucket, P-A-I-L. Excellent. All right. Well, I think that we've done a great job of telling our audience about these homophones and what they are and giving them some examples. So thank you very much. Well, Christmas didn't dull anybody's senses at all. Y'all are still, still with it, just like you were last week. And I want to congratulate Chanel again for winning our, her second homophone B. That was fantastic. And I am working on getting her card to her and she's going to have a Walmart e-gift card. 
So that's exciting. All right. Well, let's go to the error report. I'm not, I'm going to report on some of the errors I found, but I tell you what, I cannot, I found so many, I'm not going to even report. I'm going to save the rest of them and report on just a couple, but let me see what you found first. I did take from the last question. I took their hands down, but you now have more hands up. Okay. Well, good. Okay. Nora. Oh, yeah. I found, uh, I found a couple of errors. Uh, I found if, uh, for you, it was, supposed, it was spelled Y-O-U-R when it's supposed to be Y-O-U apostrophe R-E. <laughs> oh, I know. that. That is such yeah. a common one. That yep. is really common. People make lots of errors with that. Yep. All and right. And key O supposed to be key O O. Oh yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. Those are some other other commonly confused. Those are good good old homophone infractions, as Chanel says. I like that. That's right. All right. Thank you, Thank you Nora. You're welcome. You ready? Yeah. Carla. Yes, I Carla. What did Sparky a, do now? Yeah, what did Sparky do now? He found one in some song lyrics for a Christmas program. You know, oh. this song it talks about the days of yore. Somebody spelled it instead of Y-U-R-E, they spelled it Y-O-U-R. <laughs> oh, <laughs> my goodness. Yeah, it's really Y-O-R-E. Yeah, but they spelled it Y-O-U-R. Oh, my gosh. Wow. All right. All right. Anyone else? Thank you for that, Carla. Mm, come on, people. You can do it. Well, that's okay if they don't have any more. They just... Come on. I've got enough for everybody. I bet you do. All right. Well, let me, let me give you a couple of them that I have. I found one, and this one is between, I want you to try to figure out, we haven't studied all these, but but some of them are fairly obvious. We have K-N-O-W and N-O. I want you to pick out the right one. And here's the sentence. I have no doubt that you will do well. Debbie, Miss Deborah or Debbie, Debbie whoever you could be. Hello, Debbie. Yeah, it's uh sorry. Um what was what was or oh, you have no no I doubt. have no doubt that you will do well. N O N O correct. Yes, K N O W is like knowledge what you know. But this is no doubt. Doesn't have any doubt in his mind that you will do well. Excellent, Deborah. All right. This one was interesting. Um it's throughout is actually a compound word, but they made the word throughout with two words. They, they did it in two words, but with the wrong through. So it's between T-H-R-E-W and T-H-R-O-U-G-H. And this is the sentence. Throughout my adult life, I've had many opportunities to speak publicly throughout. Mm. You have five hands up. Teresa, oh. you're up. Oh, Teresa, hello. Okay. Throughout my life. Well, let's see in Braille. Oh, no, you don't want that. T-H-R-O-U-G-H-O-U-T. <laughs> exactly. Very good. They put T-H-R-E-W space. Oh, no, that would be like you threw out the garbage. You know, you threw out the <laughs> leftover uh, the leftover uh, uh, meatloaf. It was bad. That's right. Oh, don't throw that yes. out. That's right. So that's example. Yes, that was very good. All right. Let's see what else we've got here. Do one more. Okay. All right. Here's you ready? Here's the Oh you oh sorry. No, this I thought another... you wanted one more. Okay, go ahead. Um yeah, I'm I'm okay. doing I'm doing a, a different one. Okay. Different error. Okay. Um 
we're the, it, with the theirs again, you know, those are always a problem. Consider volunteering for the Public Relations Committee. There, you will gain valuable experience. Mm. Okay, Janet. Janet, can you do that one? Oh, um, T H E T H E I R. I thought no, right. no, that's what they have. But remember that T H E I R is possessive, like their house, their books, their machine. This means at a certain place in this committee. Oh, so it should have been T H E R E. T H E R E, which in Braille is dot five, T H E sign. Yep. So you will gain valuable experience there. You will gain valuable experience when you're in that committee. You will gain that. All right. Yeah. Well, thank you very much for trying, Janet. I appreciate yes, that. I hope you had a blessed Christmas. All right. Let's see. Okay. Take the T off, and it says here. Which yes. Is a place. Exactly, Doc. Ah, take the T off. Great. That's a great idea. All right. Doc always has some good pointers for us. Okay. Well, when we do our sentences today, I have a couple more that just so happen to fit into what we're studying today. And we had started on this last time, but that was two weeks ago. So I figured I would go ahead and and pretty much repeat what we had done, plus some more. We were doing all the rights. Remember, we had four of them. R-I-G-H-T, R-I-T-E, W-R-I-T-E, and W-R-I-G-H-T. And last time, I don't think we got to W-R-I-T-E at all. So we're going to start with that one. So W-R-I-T-E means to form letters, words, or symbols on a surface such as paper with an instrument such as a pen or pencil. Like uh, write your name, W-R-I-T-E. All right. It can also mean to pen, P-E-N, author, draft, create, or compose such things as a letter, music, poem, or will. Like, I write at least three pages a day. So maybe they're writing a book. Maybe they're writing I don't know, anything. So that that's a definition of write, W-R-I-T-E. We also um, have a compound word, underwrite, U-N-D-E-R-W-R-I-T-E. And that means to assume financial responsibility for, like underwrite a theatrical production. Another meaning of underwrite, to sign something such as an insurance policy so as to assume liability in case of specified losses. So that is underwrite, U-N-D-E-R-W-R-I-T-E, a compound word. We also have some little verb phrases like write down. I need to write down your phone number. We have write in. If interested, please write in for more details. We got that one. And we've got write off. Um, one meaning of that is to cancel an unpaid or uncollectible debt. You just write it off, W-R-I-T-E. Or it can mean to record a worthless asset as a loss. You write that off, W-R-I-T-E, or it could mean to record a loss or expense as a reduction in earnings or in the value 
of an asset. People write off business, business expenses when calculating taxable income, W-R-I-T-E. We also have write out, write out a request, W-R-I-T-E space O-U-T. We have write up. Now, um, that, that means one meaning is to write a report or description of, like write up a, write up a report about the fire. Um, another meaning is report someone in writing as for breaking the law. The policeman will write him up for speeding, W-R-I-T-E. All right. And so also you can say something like, um, I saw a write up in the paper about that. Now, in these other two um, sentences, write up a report and the policeman will write him up for speeding. Write was used as a verb. In this case, write up is used as a noun. I saw a write up in the newspaper. Now, as far as I've been able to tell, that has a hyphen between the two words, W-R-I-T-E hyphen U-P, a write-up in the newspaper about that situation. All right, we have some other phrases. Um, you can have like nothing to write home about or something to write home about, which means that it's either nothing or something worth one's notice. This city is nothing to write home about. Not much here. W-R-I-T-E. We also have the word write, W-R-I-T-E, with a prefix R-E for rewrite. That's all as one word, R-E-W-R-I-T-E. I will rewrite this play so it can be used in schools. We have a two-word little phrase, write copy, W-R-I-T-E space C-O-P-Y, means to write for commercial publications. She writes copy for Harper's Bazaar. All right, that's all I have about write. Let's see if anyone has any questions. Overwrite. Okay, yeah, Doc, go ahead. Yes, overwrite. Excellent. Yes, like you overwrite something. If you make a mistake, you overwrite it. All right, I like that. Okay. Okay, let's see somebody if anybody has their hand up that has this. Okay, Janet, you're up. Yes, Janet. Writer's block. Hey, <laughs> another good one. Oh, writers boy, will I'm... get writer's block when they are writing a written poem. That's right. Oh, I get writer's block really bad when I'm trying to write an article. I will sit there for a long time just trying to trying to figure out where to go next. Very good one, Janet. Okay, who Nora. else? Nora. Nora. Listen, everyone. Uh, copyright. Copyright. Oh, that is R-I-G-H-T. Oh, okay. Copyright. Oh. No problem. R-I-C-O-P-Y-R-I-G-H-T. It's all one word. Right. Underwrite too. Oh yes, underwrite. Yes. Underwrite an insurance policy. Uh Uh-huh. That's correct. Okay. Anybody else, Cindy? Mm -hmm. Nobody has their hand up, but they will now that you know Debbie said go ahead. You had to pay Debbie. All right, Debbie. Sometimes I come across something uh, on my uh, braille uh, braille sense. And um, it uh, it's overwrite, overwrite. Yes, yeah, overwrite. That's a good word. Yeah, overwrite. Very good. O v e r w r i t e. Mm-hmm. Thank you. 
anybody else. No. Okay. Carla. Oh, actually, yes. Carla. Actually, I have a question uh, about that. Well, you know, when you said to write down things, you can also do it with a slate and stylist or a brailler, you know. That's right. But, That's um, right. The, the question I had is, you know, you have handwriting, but if you use handwrite as a verb, like you have to handwrite your response, um, would that be hyphenated? No, I don't think so. I think it would all be written right together. Handwrite. I know handwriting is not is not spaced or hyphenated. So I'm sure handwrite is the same way. H-A-N-D-W-R-I-T-E. Does anybody differ with that? That it would, I, it's all, I mean, I, I've seen handwriting many times and I know handwrite is a word too. You need to handwrite this note. It's more personal. Yes, mm. H-A-N-D-W-R-I-T-E. Thank you, Carla. Thank you, teacher. Sparky with Paul Wright. Paul Wright? <laughs> with his paws. Yeah, he doesn't have hands. That's how he does his poems. Paul writing. Yeah, that's how he has to write. He doesn't. He doesn't have any other way. That's what Sparky does. Okay, Marcy, she's got something to say on that. What about hey, the Marcy? writing? What about the writing on the wall? Hey, writing on the wall. I like that. Writing on the wall. I'm writing these down. All right. <clears throat> writing on the wall, W-R-I-T-I-N-G. You can hey, just Debbie. read the writing on the wall. You can read the handwriting on the wall. It's usually handwriting, and it actually yep. comes from Daniel chapter 5 when that hand comes and writes on the wall, you know. Oh. Nice job, Carla. That's where Very that comes good. from, handwriting oh, great. on the wall. That was, uh, that was uh, I've heard that um, um, something, a sentence like, um, that was just outright crazy. Oh, yes. Now that is R-I-G-H-T. Mm -hmm. It's a compound word. O-U-T-R-I-G-H-T. Outright crazy. <laughs> Very good. All right. That's a good word. Right. Anybody else? Yeah. We will move on then okay. to W R. Oh, Nora has her hand up. All right, you're Nora. It says typewrite. Typewrite. Type yes, typewrite. Yeah, typewrite. Mm -hmm. And I know, I know definitely that that is a compound word. No hyphen. T y p e w r i t e. Oh, <laughs> you're making me long for my typewriter, which I don't have anymore. It couldn't be fixed. It was old. I miss it. Typewriter. Oh, you it. have one more hand. All right. Hey, Randy, you're up. Handwrite. Say that one more time. Handwrite. Handwrite. Yes, handwrite. Correct. Very good. All right. Okay, Teresa. thank you. Got one more. Te Teresa. More. Yes, you've got two more okay. if you want them. In the summer of 1983, I was at this place in um, West Virginia, and um, they had a way of catching, you know, if people did something um, that was um, kind of infraction of the rules, they would uh, um, write them up, you know, W-R-I-T-E them up. Yep, and that's I, right. I remember this lady going into the office one morning to see if there were any write up slips, mm -hmm. you know, W R I T E, and uh, this was hyphenated UP slips. Right. You know, they would turn a, they turned them into a, a certain office. Yep. It was, and they it could was go crazy, check them. You know, going yep, to get the write up slips. But they that's did. right. Yeah. That's thing, a good sometimes one. Sometimes, like if you. If you forgot to um, sign back in when you come back from somewhere, you had mm -hmm. to sign out when you left and sign back in when you came back. Some people forgot to sign back in. Uh-oh. So it looked like mm -hmm. they were gone the rest of the day. Right, or the rest of the night, maybe. Yeah. Of course, they, um, they had to write their name. <laughs> yep, they had to write their name to let people know they were back. 
Yeah. Well, so you have you one more. Coming back. All have right. Have a W-R-I-T-E. Mm-hmm. Okay, Who Doc, else? go ahead. Hey, Doc. Okay. Uh, we've written on everything except the chalkboard. <laughs> <clears throat> so, what is that, chalk right? <laughs> no. Well, no, right on the in, chalk. In, you know, in schools. Mm-hmm. Uh, writing on the chalkboard or slate if it's an old school. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Now they've, thank you, Doc. Now they've got some kind of whiteboards that you put things up on. Yeah. And I don't, don't know much about them, but yeah, I like chalkboard though, right on the chalkboard. That was a, that was a big thing back in the day when I was in school. You know, there were lots of teachers that wrote on chalkboards and, they would get the kids to clean the erasers <clears throat> and clean off the chalkboard. And, yep, thank you for that, Doc. What yeah, else? All right. Okay. Let's go to W-R-I-G-H-T. You'll remember some of this from last time. And in this case, it can mean a worker who creates, builds, or repairs something specific. And it's often used in combination in a compound word like wheelwright, W-H-E-E-L-W-R-I-G-H-T. This person is a worker who creates, builds, or repairs wheels. We have playwright, P-L-A-Y-W-R-I-G-H-T. These are all one word. A playwright, of course, writes plays. We have a shipwright who works on ships. Um, we have, well, last time we were talking about the Cartwright family, but um, on Bonanza, but this is also a Cartwright who works on carts and wagons, C-A-R-T-W-R-I-G-H-T. There's mill rights. They work on mills and milling machinery. And then plow rights work on plows. So we've got, we've got plenty of those. All right. Then, um, of course, W-R-I-G, capital, excuse me, capital W-R-I-G-H-T can be someone's last name, like Janet Wright. That's with us a lot. Uh, we have Things, uh, Wilbur and Orville Wright, you know, they were aviation people, cap W-R-I-G-H-T. And then we have that architect, Frank Lloyd Wright, capital W-R-I-G-H-T. And then remember, I, I was having some confusion in my mind about, we were talking about the Cartwrights on Bonanza, and someone was asking me about um, the Cartwrights ranch and I was a little confused. Well, I got it now. Um, the Cartwright's ranch, when it's referring to the whole family, would be cap C-A-R-T-W-R-I-G-H-T-S apostrophe, just like we had in patience. We had that P-A-T-I-E-N-T-S apostrophe when we were talking about like, I can't find all these patients' charts. Well, this is the Cartwright's Ranch, T-S apostrophe. Now, if you're saying, I can't find Ben Cartwright's Ranch, that would be C-A-R-T-W-R-I-G-H-T apostrophe S because Ben Cartwright is a singular person. If you want to say the Cartwright family's ranch, you know, that a family's more than one person, but this wouldn't be added onto Cartwright, but on families, you would have F-A-M-I-L-Y apostrophe S, the Cartwright family's ranch. All right. Any questions about that or comments or ideas? I know we, okay. we did some of this last time. Mm -hmm. it's, it's, this is interesting, like doing this, I think. Mm -hmm. Okay. Of course, 
Dr. Lynn. Dr. Lynn. Hello. Okay. Well, first Glad of all, here. yeah. First of all, if you're using the word right, that's R-I-G-H-T. It could also mean correct. Like I got the right answer. Um, yes. She was, you know. So it's not always a compound word in that way. Well, and, no. Um, we haven't. We covered. We're going to oh, cover R-I-G-H-T okay. in a little bit. Oh, so does W-R-I-G-H-T ever? Uh, is, is it ever alone? Uh, or, or the only way I know it to ever be alone is when it refers to a person's last name. Huh. Interesting. Okay. Although, let me let me see for a sec. Although it did say in the dictionary that a right um, small letter W R I G H T is a worker who creates, builds, or repairs something specific so, so i use the generic form not just the yes form. yes the generic form w-r-i-g-h-t with no cap good okay. point I, I, I can't wait till you get to r-i-t-e which is another uh, oh yes we're going thank you all right thank you cindy what else you have for us hey garland sparky all right all right oh there you go you used another right anyhow oh. um I find I've always found it confusing, and you clear you clarified this that playwright, since he W R I T E S a play, should be W R I G H T. But since a, a right is like um, somebody that has a skill that you know, mm -hmm. uh, or, yeah. You know, so that that sort of clarifies that because it's very otherwise it's counterintuitive. You know, yes. the playwright writes plays. They write plays, exactly. So that's Yet I've never seen the word spelled P-L-A-Y-R-W-R-I-T-E. It's I always W-R-I-G-H-T. Right. Well, good. I'm glad I'm glad that helped. That that yeah, is a little strange though, now that you're mentioning it about, you know, that um somebody who writes plays, you would think that that would be W-R-I-T-E, but I guess it's I guess it's focusing on a skill that they have. Right. Now I have a way to explain it if it ever comes up again. I was teaching English and uh, they were we were doing plays and they were saying the perf uh, you know certain playwright and uh, several students spelled it W R I T E and I couldn't explain to them why it was W R I G H T and now I could. So thank yeah. you. Yeah. Well, good. Good. I'm glad that 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 helped. Yep. The playwright. Okay. Anything else, Cindy? No. All right. Let's you go know to how R -I it goes. R I T E. That an R I T E is a particular set of traditional or fixed actions used in a religious ceremony. Christian um, ceremonies, they're like rituals. Christian ceremonies have them. Um, the, the Roman Catholic Church that, that I'm a part of has lots of rituals and rites, um, like the rite of baptism, R-I-T-E. Um, also, remember, I wasn't sure about this last time. We were talking about last rites. Um, that's two words. And I found, found out that it is, of course, L-A-S-T space. And then it's R-I-T-E-S. Those are rites performed for a person in danger of dying or in connection with burial as the anointing of the sick sacrament in the Roman Catholic Church. So that is um, oh, um, last rites. Yes, last rites. So that's R-I-T-E-S. You've heard of things like fertility rites, um, rite of passage. That's a three-letter phrase. Um, I mean, a three-word phrase. Spaces between. Um, that's R-I-T-E. Um, I believe it was Diane last time that was talking about that classical music piece, um, The Rite of Spring, R-I-T-E. I had never heard of that. All right. There are things like marriage rites. And that's all I have on R-I-T-E, unless somebody else has something to contribute or a question to ask. Teresa does. Okay, Teresa.
Okay, that you um, you you brought up the um, the Catholic Church. There's the Latin Rite, and then there's the Eastern Rite, um, mm-hmm. and that's R I T E. Yep, that's right. Eastern rites. Yep, there's a Roman Catholic Church, and there's an Eastern. What is it called? Is it Eastern Orthodox Byzantine. or something? Well, Byzantine. well, that's Orthodox is separate. Yeah, Orthodox is totally separate from the um, Catholic Church, but um, Byzantine um, is Eastern Rite. It's part of Rome. All right. Even though, even though it's um, um, more Eastern than um, um, Latin Rite, but it's um, that's why they call it the Byzantine Rite or the Catholic or the I mean that Latin Rite. I mean, good point, Teresa. Thank you for that. Anyone yes, else? Ma'am. Yes, ma'am. You have two first timers today. Oh, Andreas first, and David, you're Andreas. Right. Go ahead, Andrea. Okay, I have a question. Um, when you're referring to the last rites in the Roman Catholic Church, mm-hmm. that the priest is going to administer the last rites, is right. last rites capitalized in that situation? Let's see. Um, let me get let me get back there to um, to see what I have for that down here. That's a good question. Actually, in the dictionary, <clears throat> they were um, words that both begin with a lowercase letter, this L-A-S-T space R-I-G-H-T. And then when they were referring to the specific sacrament, though, <clears throat> of anoint, oh, excuse me, <clears throat> of anointing of the sick, they capitalized A in anointing and S in sick. So maybe I need to do a little more research into that. Let me, yeah. So let me look, let me look that up again. Cause I just, I just basically looked for, you know, at one um, dictionary entry. So let me, let me write that down so I can, I can look that up. Anointing of the sick as, uh, as one of the sacraments is synonymous with last rites. Mm-hmm. So I would uh, guess then that it last rites would be capitalized. I would think so too. Now mm-hmm. that you're saying it, okay. yes. I mean it's it's basically the same thing. Okay. And yeah. then I have a question. If if um we haven't been called on and our hand is raised, are we lowering our hand ourselves, or are we uh, lowering our hand? Uh, is everybody that's uh, each time you go on to a new word, then we start over. Or do How we are you leave? working it, Cindy? I am. What I'm doing it is if you're going to a total new topic, I, I let people, if they want, they can lower their hand. Sometimes Zoom is doing it too. I Sometimes have heard Zoom of that. Is doing it. Yes, Zoom uh, is also doing it. What I try to do is go to somebody who has not spoken. Uh-huh. You know, and if you want to leave it up, you can leave it up. Most people do. Some people take it down. If we're going to a total different topic, then I'll take it down. Right. You know, if you're going off of something completely different like you did earlier. Right. You know. Well, I have heard that Zoom mm-hmm. will lower They'll people's hands without them wanting them lowered. Correct. They'll do Which it anyway. Which is crazy. I know. Absolutely. It's just- I try to watch for that, but I can't tell if you lowered it or Zoom did it. I have right. no way of telling that. No, I would. I can understand how you. But wouldn't. I watched Andrea because I know Andrea and David has his hand up. I know they have not spoken. Mm-hmm. You know. So yeah, we I do. Try to, we do try to look. Um, we do try yeah, to look for hands of people that have not spoken. Right. That's what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to go for the somebody who has not had an opportunity and go right. down with them first. Exactly. So, we try to do yeah. that. But we have no, we have like, so. I don't so know if Andrea's lowered her hand or not. I just have been watching her because I know she hadn't talked, and I went to go to call her, and I go, oh, her hand's not up. So I never mm-hmm. took it down. Well, a couple of times I lowered it because oh, you were moving on to, uh, Mary was moving on to another word. So then I thought we started over. So, okay. I just wanted oh, to. They don't care. They'll leave well, it I'm, up. If I take it I down, am, they'll put it back up. 
I am glad that you did speak up about that, Andrea. I, I appreciate that. You know, um, basically we do we do the best we can, but I don't know. Zoom has just been pretty difficult <laughs> lately, I think. I mean, I well, don't know, I know what they're doing in these updates, but sometimes, like, finally, I can see people's names on my screen. Like, I can't look at it while I'm teaching, but, like, when y'all first come in, I can see the names, but before, a few weeks ago, it was driving me crazy. It would show me a name and then just zip it off my Braille display. Just, it was gone. That that does crazy things. Now, I just did an update last night or like a Sunday on Zoom, mm -hmm. you know, and uh, a couple minutes, you know, it's kind of crazy. Zoom is not always right. No, it's not R I G H T. It is not always R I G H T. <laughs> you are okay. correct. Alrighty, I just didn't want to. I don't want to hold up anybody. I just I'm not here that often, and I didn't know what the protocol was if we were supposed to lower our hands when you move on or not. So you okay. can if you want. Alrighty, you can if you, you want. Does it. Just check, yeah, it, and if it lowered, it's and you really want to back crazy. Up, put it back up. Did you say that David had his hand up? Yes, David, you're All up. Right. Good evening. Hey, Good David. afternoon. Hi, Mary. I just wanted to point out that with the as regards rights, R-I-T-E-S, for religious um, interpretations, the Episcopal Church of the United States has right one and right two. Right one being usually their service early in the morning. It's based on an older prayer book that their older parishioners grew up with and remembered so there are different versions of the use of the word R-I-T-E in different religious contexts. Interesting. I just thought I'd mention that now, very I never briefly. Heard that is, that's Episcopal. Yeah, and it's Roman numeral I and Roman numeral I-I, you know, to be okay. slightly old-fashioned, the way they do Roman numerals for some things. Yeah. Well, thanks for bringing that up. I've never no heard of that before. But it, but it's um, it's services that are based on different different things like different um um like like you said they have different rituals at each of the masses one of the masses is right one and one is right two that's very interesting i love to learn all these new things all right anybody else yes ma'am you have okay miss carla Miss Carla, yes, uh, Sparky and I'd like to point out that um, he's he's heard me talk to students too much. But when my students get uh, this one confused, I always tell them, you know, to think of rites of passage and the last rites and things. They're rituals, and both rite and ritual start with R I T. And not hey. W R I T or W R I G H T. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think that that ritual. seems to help them. That seems to if they can associate rite and ritual, because most rites are rituals when you think about them. Right. So, that's great. I don't know if that helps or not, but I thought I'd give well, you. Well, it would sure help me if I didn't know. I it would sure help me. They both start with R I T. So if you're not sure if it's some kind of ritualistic sort of thing. Um, it is R-I-T-E, and as Carla pointed out, and Sparky, uh, ritual and rite start with the same three letters, R-I-T. I think that's very helpful. All right. Any others, Miss Cindy? Yes, Doc, you're up. Yes, Doc? Two, two things. Uh, we'll, we'll take the R-I-T-E first. Um, the Rite Aid drugstore is not oh. a ritual. Oh, no, but. that's not a ritual. You know, I didn't realize that it was spelled like that. You know, with with uh, we blind people not being able to, you know, I know people mm -hmm. ride by these places all the time and they're they're looking at it. But I didn't realize that Rite Aid, the right in there is R-I-T-E. Yes, Thank you is. for pointing that out. Now, well, the other thing that mm -hmm. I had was you mentioned marriage rights. Yeah. Oh, I think okay. I know where you're going. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you can you can use that either as R-I-T-E or it could be R-I-G-H-T-S. 
You're right. You're right. I, I, I knew where you were going once you started. Yeah. Like if you're talking yeah. about the actual marriage ceremony, it's R I T E. But T-E. if you say, yeah, that you have, you know, rights as part of a married couple, mm-hmm. that's R I G H T S. Oh, thank you, Doc. I, I just love all these things that y'all point smarty. out. I learned so much. Yes. I said he's a smarty. He He's very bright. Yes, yes indeed. Is. Sharp as a tack. Okay. Twice as flat-headed. <laughs> okay. okay. You have no hands. All right. We will move on to R-I-G-H, I mean, I'm sorry, yeah, R-I-G-H-T. And as you remember last time, this R-I-G-H-T had a lot of meaning. So this, this R-I-G-H-T, I'll just point out for Braille readers or Braille students that in Braille, R-I-G-H-T is represented by dot five R. So remember that. All right. So right, R-I-G-H-T can mean correct. You have the right answer. It can mean appropriate, suitable, or proper. It is not right to leave the party without saying goodbye to the hosts. R-I-G-H-T. It can mean most favorable, desirable, or convenient. Like, this is the right time to act, R-I-G-H-T. It can mean that something is intended to be positioned facing toward an observer. Like, I made sure that the right side of the fabric was visible. That's R-I-G-H-T. And for those of you who are new to the call, I never, ever ask anyone to remember these definitions. They, you know, they sound kind of strange, some of them, but um, I just do that in order to to help. And then I, I try my best to give sample sentences with most of them. So just remember what they mean, how they're used. Okay. It can also mean Um, Like if a person is facing downstream, the right bank of the river is on the right side of them. And both of those rights is, are both of them, R-I-G-H-T, the right bank of a river, R-I-G-H-T. Remember, we have right angles, like a right triangle has a right angle. And other shapes have right angles in them. It, R-I-G-H-T, can mean in a straight line or directly. She went right to school. She went directly to school. She didn't stop off at a friend's house to play. It can mean in the proper or desired manner. Well, like the jacket doesn't fit right. R-I-G-H-T. And I know some of these sound really similar, and I did really try to clean these up um, better than I had them last time. But I, yeah, I know some of them sound similar. All right. It can mean immediately. He called me right after dinner, right after he ate R-I-G-H-T. Um, in Southern dialects, it can mean very course, you would not use this in a, a formal type of writing, like they have a right nice place and I'm right glad to see you. But if you ever want to write in that way for a dialect, that is R-I-G-H-T. We have, um, it can mean to put in or restore to an upright position. They righted the sailboat that had capsized, R-I-G-H-T-E-D, or please write that fallen lamp, R-I-G-H-T. It can mean to make reparation or amends for, 
like to right the wrongs done to the victims of the Holocaust, R-I-G-H-T, or those measures are designed to right generations of unfair labor practices, R-I-G-H-T. It can mean in favor with, you'd better stay on the right side of him. It can mean in good health or spirits. I haven't felt right in days, R-I-G-H-T. It can be an expression of agreement. Like if somebody tells you something, you'll go, oh yeah, right, R-I-G-H-T. It can be one of a pair as of shoes or gloves or even hands. Uh, An example sentence is, please help me find my right glove. Um, This is one I told you last time I'd never heard of, but it, in this case, they say that R-I-G-H-T is capitalized um, in a title like the Right Reverend John Stewart. Never heard of that. Or cap R-I-G-H-T. Well, it uh, is 10 of Mary. Oh, thank you, Cindy. Okay. I, I yeah, just didn't want to interrupt you, but Oh, that's you know. okay. No, I need I need to know that. <laughs> oh, I know, but you're yes. on a roll. I know. But that's okay. A right can be a boxing blow delivered by the right hand. You can have a phrase like right and left, in all directions or on every side. Like he he looked right and left before crossing the street. Or you can have right away, or I-G-H-T space A-W-A-Y, or right space off. That means immediately. They took care of the problem right away, or they took care of the problem right off. I prefer something like right off the bat instead of ending it with off like that. I'd probably say they took care of the problem right away. All right. Right on. That's a slang expression used as an exclamation of support. Right on, Cindy, for telling me about the time. Very good. There's a phrase Two rights, that's T-O space R-I-G-H-T-S, in a satisfactory or orderly condition. They set the place to rights. And of course, I said right off the bat, you can have that. They scrape, We straightened the garage right off the bat. You can have a legal right. You can be in the right. You're in the right. You have the support of reason or law. Um, There's right wing, two words. The people and groups who advocate the adoption of conservative or reactionary measures in government and politics. In baseball, you have right field. Uh, Right hand turn. That right hand is R-I-G-H-T hyphen. H-A-N-D, turn, make a right-hand turn when you get to Longview Drive. Right-handed, yeah, that's right-hand, okay. You have civil rights. You have the right of way, R-I-G-H-T space O-F space W-A-Y, the right of one vehicle or vessel to take precedence over another. And we said that um, drivers are supposed to yield the right of way to people who are about to cross the street with a cane or guide dog. There's state rights that are given to us, conceded to us by the United States Constitution. In a theater, you can have stage right on the right side of the stage. You can have mineral rights, film rights, oil rights. You have the word upright. That's a compound word, U-P-R-I-G-H-T, such as um, an upright piano. Uh, Right on the money. That's a four-word phrase, spaces between all the words. Righteous. That's just one word, but it's R-I-G-H-T. E-O-U-S. You can have outright, 
somebody mentioned this earlier. It's all one word, O-U-T-R-I-G-H-T. Outright. Um, put right, put into a satisfactory state or condition. You put things right. You can be within your rights. Rightful. He's the rightful owner of that house, R-I-G-H-T-F-U-L. Birthright is B-I-R-T-H-R-I-G-H-T, another compound word. Um, you have things like right back. I'll be right back. Right along. They're coming right along with the project. Two words there. You have things like right hand, right leg, right eye, right here, right there, right now. The right side of the street. Um, of course, we said copyright earlier. That's C-O-P-Y-R-I-G-H-T, a compound word. All right. And I rightly, R-I-G-H-T-L-Y. And that's all I, as you could see, I, um, I included a lot of the examples you gave me in your comments from last time in this lesson. So I always appreciate those. And sometimes you'll see them in sentences. We just have a couple more minutes left, so we won't get to sentences today. But does anyone have any additional thing to say about R-I-G-H-T? Miranda well, writes, Mary. Janet Wright has her hand up. Okay. Janet. I was thinking... Um, Doc has the right to remain silent. Uh -huh. Yes, that's right. The right to remain silent. Very good. And there's also there's also a shooter boot boot company called um, one of the bland brands. I think is right right wing. Oh, okay. I think. All right. Not familiar with that, but that doesn't mean that it it doesn't exist. Thank you. So that's, Mary, all you have... been, that's all I have to say. So, all right. Have a right, nice day. <laughs> Which right is that, Janet? <laughs> you have RIGHT. Yep. You have two minutes and 20 seconds, and you have three hands or four hands. Uh oh. Up. Okay. I, I did hear um, uh, Starry say the Miranda rights. Mm -hmm. That's R I G H T S. Okay. Who else, Cindy? And Carla, go ahead. Yeah, mm -hmm. I'm not going to be able to speak for a long time because I'll be gone for a long time. But anyhow, no, I'll um, hang you up. Uh, there are um, two. Uh, are there two legal rights? In other words, is there like, um, or is there the legal privilege of doing something? You have the legal right to do that versus there are legal rituals. Legal R I T E S. Could there be two legal? Rights? I would imagine you're right. You won't be here next week, but I want to I want to look that up. I would I would think because, you know, I mean, legal stuff is kind of ritualistic. So I would think that in addition to your legal right to do something, R-I-G-H-T, that there would be a legal R-I-T-E. Like I will try on to the Bible. That might be a legal right because it's a it's a that's when you swear on a Bible to swear to tell the whole truth and not nothing but the truth. Isn't that sort of a rite or a ritual? And I would think so. So, you I know, I, I wish I could be around to hear the answer, but if you think maybe I'll try to email me, it to you, you, drop me an email. I know you got my email because I, I do from you and I just what want else, to thank Janet? you for doing this and to sure. just wish you a happy new year. Happy new year to you. Glad you could come. Okay. You have what about else, a minute and 10 Cindy? left. Okay, All right, Doc, go ahead. Doc? Well, I have two Bill of Rights. Hey, that's R-I-G-H-T-S, and Bill and, and Rights and, are both capitalized. And a, uh, you had right away, and mm -hmm. there's also right of way. Yes, right of way. Like a railroad right of way. Right, right. Yeah, I didn't say that about the railroad. All right. You thank you, Doc. About 30 seconds yep. and Brad will cut oh. you off. <laughs> oh, gosh. I guess, I guess I better not take any more. But 
I won't reteach this next week. We'll go directly to sentences. And I'm sorry I didn't get to everyone, but I do thank everyone for coming. And I thank Cindy for hosting and Brad for streaming. And I hope everybody will be back with us next week.